Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, and normally I'm your Game Master. However, for the next couple of weeks, your Game Master is going to be the legendary Kenneth Height because he dropped by OneShot to give us a preview of the Dracula Dossier, a new expansion for the Knight's Black Agent role-playing system. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to address a couple panicked emails I received from fans. Knight's Black Agent is most definitely still in print. It's easy to find, and you should not have to pay $600 for it. I've seen the Amazon listing, too, and I have no idea why they're selling for that high a price. My only guess can be that they're a misprint edition or perhaps a first edition of the book, which has become a collector's item. If you're looking to pick up this game, head directly over to the Pelgrane Press website. There, you can pick up a physical copy of Knight's Black Agents for $44.95, and that is bundled with a PDF. There is no need to buy a six to nine hundred dollar edition on amazon i really don't know what's going on there the dracula dossier will hit kickstarter sometime within our run hopefully i don't know the details of the delay right now but i do know they are planning to release the kickstarter for dracula dossier soon i want to give a quick shout out to a couple folks who left us ratings and reviews on itunes to support the show thanks to viper pirate complex math Derry ned surd Canvas Wolfdoll, Caddy1071, Thomas Glenn, Adventuring Commuter, and Jesterman for your reviews. Heroes, we really appreciate fan support. If you do anything to help the show, let me know about it and I'll thank you personally. With all that out of the way, I give you Kenneth Height and the Dracula Dossier. All right, let's get reacquainted with our party. Uh, first up, we've got Grant. Hello, everybody. Also known as Ironicus. A little bit, sometimes. Let's uh, talk a little bit about what what, what you crime. what you've been doing on the show, what you've got in the works. Uh, uh, oh, my show. Yeah, and yeah, just okay. Any uh, time for plugs. Well, my you know. my two things. Uh, like you mentioned, Chip and Ironicus It's our let's play videos. We're still let's see by mid October. We'll still be doing a wonderful one hundred and one, but. Getting toward the end, and that's just a fantastic action game from Platinum. I love it so much. Uh, but Six Feet Under, my more germane and similar project to this, by now we'll have, uh, we'll have Inverse World out, uh, which we played with the two credited writers, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, and maybe even Golden Sky Stories, which we played with the guy who translated it from Japanese. Ooh, fun. Yeah. I got to be super adorable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a real exciting time. Also, our 13th Age stuff has just been really fantastic lately. Yeah, and 13th Age is uh, still ongoing. 40 was a good jump-in point yeah, you mentioned uh, last time. 50 is a more recent really good jumping-in point. Uh, I don't know how it worked that way mathematically, but I'm glad it did. Uh, <laughs> I love that you just put jump-in points every 10 episodes. That That's great. More Keep like... It it, it's closer to five, actually. <laughs> Between my last appearance and this one, we missed a really good jumping in point. <laughs> oh. um, and let's talk a little bit more about your character. Obviously, this has been more of a scenario-driven mm-hmm, game, mm-hmm. but there's still a soul that beats within uh, within, within Albert Waskowitz. Yes. So let's let's like, why is he doing this? Well, uh, back in his NSA days, he's just combing through uh, footage and. and uh, records and there's always a hole there's always an image that shouldn't be there but he saw something that uh well his recollection and the 
what everyone around him saw were not quite the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He just has a blackout in his memory, and when he came to, he just knew that this wasn't the work he should be doing. And so it started as a side project that eventually became not doing his job on the NSA dime, which is something you get burned for. Right. But now he's compelled, for some reason, I don't know, he's compelled all all these strange events, all these vampire legends. There's something to him, and he's got to hunt them out. Interesting. Let's let's turn to Zach Webber. Zach, welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. Let's jump right in and learn a little bit more about your character. I remind the audience his name once again. Uh, My character's name is Clayton Holt. And uh, he is XSAS, which is not something that happens too often unless you retire because you're very old uh, or not currently able to do field the field duties they would have. His motives in this current affair are a bit more personal, a bit more um, almost philosophical than some of the other ones. He wants to actually personally confront and test the reality of the legends he's been following now for years. His first hint, I think, came about through investigating uh, the mysterious deaths of another of another SAS member. Uh, the SAS is actually famous for tracking down and exacting terrible revenge upon those who cause the deaths of their operatives when and where possible, and occasionally it is rumored even extra-legally or going through extraordinary means to do so. And in the course of an investigation for an operation like that, there were some mysterious uh, inconsistencies that he was then able to start. He started following up on to make sure that he had the complete picture of what had gone wrong with this one operation. And those clues have now led him here, where he feels he may finally be able to come face to face with the truth of that old situation. All right. I personally love that character drive. That's uh, usually what I pick in all of my Cthulhu things. So (laughs) very familiar with that. That is a drive that has set you to either destroy yourself or win. Is there another way to play role-playing games? Uh, I don't believe so. Not surprising speaking to you, the person who taught me how to play role-playing games. (laughs) Uh, Better not be. (laughs) Let's move on. Don't learn any new tricks, James. Never. (laughs) Never pick up any new tricks. You can't teach anything anything. (laughs) Let's move on to Nate Paletta. Nate, are there any interesting projects you have in the works that you want to tell us about? Any previews? No major previews. I'm in the, uh, in, in the doing all the real work stage for my, uh, pro wrestling role playing game, Worldwide Wrestling, uh, which the Kickstarter just closed up recently. And now I'm, you know, making sure I'm keeping on track for all my, uh, wonderful backers. Thank you guys. Other than that, just no. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that, that's absolutely all right. Uh, for people who missed the Kickstarter, uh, when would you expect uh, there to be an option for those people to get in on maybe getting the PDF of your game? Uh, I don't know if the print run is going to be enough for people to get print books as well, if you're doing print on demand. Um, no, there's going to be a, a public release with books available for general purchasing and, and through uh, Indie Press Revolution and, and finer uh, game stores everywhere. And so the target date um, for my Kickstarter delivery is April, right around WrestleMania season. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I'm not promising anything earlier than that for sure, but I'm aiming to have the public release out uh, shortly thereafter. So May, May or June. And so anyone who wants to kind of take a look at what that's about or check out any of my other uh, independently published games can go to ndpdesign.com and check out uh, the, the offerings there. Excellent, excellent. And there are a lot of other games on there as well, which you listeners to the show, you guys have too much money. And you can turn that money into role-playing games very easily. Nate, let's learn a little bit more about your character. Again, remind the audience of his name. Uh, I'm playing Oliver Grandel, who is uh, an ex-MI6 member and is kind of driven by the mystery presented to him. I'm actually seeing that he's only uh, ever seen the effects of what uh, the these vampiric forces can do. Um, he's more of a... a surveillance uh you know watcher type um character and so only ever seeing them through lenses and filters and uh on on camera he only ever sees absence he's never so he's never seen an actual vampire and uh i'm thinking that maybe why he got why he got burned and is now x mi6 is because as we know this uh the project uh, Edom inside MI6 is all involved with these vampires and uh, either he didn't make the cut to get involved with them or he pissed off the wrong people following up something unrelated. And I'm kind of seeing that as how he came into this world. So must have had enough people who liked him that he's not dead. Right. <laughs> but not the right people who liked him or he would probably be inside project Edom right now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and let's move on to our special guest for this uh, run of shows, Ken Height. Ken, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for bringing me on slash back. <laughs> if the if the bear concept of this game and uh, the episode that uh, you, people have already listened to is not enough to get them to go out right now as the Kickstarter is going to be running as we're broadcasting this show to click and buy what tidbit can you throw people's way uh, that is not part of your general pitch for the system to entice people into uh, you know learning more about the Dracula dossier? Well, hopefully by now we've got some pretty sweet stretch goals that have been made and some even sweeter ones coming up. Uh, I can tell you that within the dossier itself, there are a lot of uh, NPCs, a lot of possibilities, a lot of explanations for the various mysteries and weirdnesses in the novel. So if you've read the novel and you're like, hold on, I don't get why Quincy Morris, who's uh, supposedly a cowboy, can't hit anything with his rifle. What's going on with that? <laughs> um, and why don't they shoot at Dracula when they're down there uh, on the on the river fighting uh, the Slovaks and the Sagani? Why aren't they shooting at those guys? Some of those questions are answered in Unredacted Dracula, mm. and some possibilities are raised that you, the GM, the director, can make true in your game. And I do want to give a shout out. If you remember, uh, the original draft of Dracula ended with, and this is for real in our honest history, ended with a huge volcanic explosion <laughs> that destroys Castle Dracula. And Stoker cut that literally at the last minute. It's <gasps> just crossed out in the, in the manuscript that he gave <laughs> to the publisher. <laughs> That's back in. Yeah. <laughs> and all of the weird little things. If you go back and you reread Dracula and you hear Van Helsing talking about emanations of gases mm-hmm. and his friends who are volcanists and experts in volcanology, we have a separate version of Dracula uh, for, for our, our, our friends, the atheists who don't want crucifixes and holy wafer to drive him back. 
who want something else to take care of Dracula, who want a good, secular, scientific explanation for Dracula, <laughs> we have one of those, and it is a humdinger. It's a doozy. So if you're playing Dracula dossier right now, you may not know how to kill him. Uh, Van Helsing may have been wrong, or Van Helsing may have been lying, because, of course, he might have been part of the parallel German vampire creation operation, mm. which might not exist. So, again, <laughs> if it's, a, it's a collaborative game, so the director can make all kinds of decisions about what else is going on. So, even if you think you know the novel, there's more to know. And yeah. uh, it's in the dossier now, and more of it is being revealed in these stretch goals, as well as more scope for places that Stoker... Didn't take the story, but that we think are, are really good places to take it. I definitely think that's really good. I mean, One Shot Heroes, you just heard Dracula, Castle Dracula, and evil villain Volcano Base. Uh, <laughs> that concept is thrown out there. That concept alone <laughs> deserves some visitation for the subject. So go to Kickstarter. The link is going to be in the show notes. I highly, highly approve of this, and uh, I know my money is already there, so you guys should join me. Um, and finally, uh, we'll end with my character, Vincent Reed. I am going to say, for Vincent, this is kind of a religious quest. I think it's pretty easy to lose faith in the world, humanity, and any sort of divine being when you have been first party to war. Seeing all sorts of horrors visited upon this world can cause you to question a lot of things. And in his bitter, depressed, probably alcoholic retirement, he found evidence of supernatural beings and sure they're not the beings that anybody would hope exists but uh the possibility that uh these religious artifacts harm them gives him hope that perhaps there is meaning in uh this thing that he grew up with uh and that maybe knowing this will allow him to die with some measure of peace with that Let's get to a party boat, guys. <laughs> right. Even you mentioned dying? All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right, but guys. Well, religion and death. If that's not a lead into a party boat in the Danube, <laughs> I don't know what is. Okay. You've prepared the uh, forged uh, the, IDs. The forged IDs. I, I'm dressed in a, a very glittery, just douchebag shirt, mm -hmm. uh, skinny jeans. It's like Ed yeah. Hardy wouldn't wear that shirt. That's how douchey it is. <laughs> For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, for, for All right, that's the first true moment of horror we've had in this game. <laughs> that shirt. I avert my eyes. I recoil. <laughs> it's the ugly shirt from uh from William Gibson's um Spook Country. Yeah. <laughs> if only we would be For no, it's um it's zero history. Zero history. history yeah. yeah, yeah. Such good novels. Anyway. Yep. Certainly are. <laughs> So, um, while you're making the things, you've still mm -hmm. got your, your feed from the, uh, from the dock, of right? Course, of course. You got your security cameras rolling. And you notice, because surely you have a point of notice, so mm -hmm. this is a free clue. Um, you notice that a truck comes down to the party barge, and their trucks have been coming down. They're probably delivering liquor, and they're delivering, um, uh, food and, and things mm -hmm. like that. This truck is delivering something in a long box. Aha. Uh -huh. Really? <coughs> yes. Oh, really. That's probably nothing. Roughly yeah. six and a half feet long. Something in that area. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. And you look at the box. Uh, do you have uh, military science? Military science. That's uh, under academic? Yep. I do not. I do. Right. right. If you um, uh, 
look at that same yeah. footage. That is not just a... I'm in cover as his bodyguard right now, right. so I'm always standing behind well, him looking the, the, over his this shoulder. Is, this is why yeah. I'm still making He's the... He's getting um, into character. Yeah. He's this living the cover. you're still making the thing, so yeah. you're, you're yeah. getting ready to stand over his shoulder. But you recognize that that's not just any box. That is a British military issue box for moving bodies in. That is... It's, it's not a body bag. It's if you have to ship it, you know, overseas. Mm-hmm. It's for the honest-to-God uh, temporary coffin, I guess it would yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, um, and so it's... it's um, it, it's made of a of a good strong lightweight uh uh hard plastic fiber you know mm-hmm. not Kevlar but next best thing mm-hmm. really stiff really impervious to being jacked around huh. so that's uh being that's a body taken onto the um uh onto the party barge and when they get there there's a little bit of confusion but that guy that you saw get the big wad of change mm-hmm. uh, big wad of cash comes up and he's like no no this is an approved shipment. It's so many it's cigarettes. Something that we're so <laughs> lots of cigarettes. Don't we take cigarettes and bring them out? You know what? That's not the kind of asking questions we're looking for. <laughs> we're looking for more like, are you on the list? And less, why are we bringing a giant box on? <laughs> so I'm going to have to discipline you. That's mm. going to come out of your pay um, and your hand. But anyway, the, uh, the that, that guy that was paid off nods and smiles mm-hmm. and makes sure that the box gets loaded onto the party barge. So that is evidence that you have, uh, or or a clue, perhaps, that you have as to perhaps what is going on here. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just creepy. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not in charge. Probably not. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's just a box. I think I want to name one of the weapons uh, that I want to have on me. And I've given this a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. I would like us to have tranquilizer gun, uh, mm-hmm. handgun style. Yeah. Uh, but I want the darts. I want them to be full of communion wine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, the, uh, the tranquilizer gun and the refillable darts can easily have been got in that cache. Okay. That can be your free preparedness spend. <laughs> communion wine, you need to get out of a church. Okay. Um, you can't necessarily just have it loaded up and just carry it around. You can't just right. stockpile and you certainly that. Can't just stockpiled it in his uh, van because now it's communion vinegar. First of all, <laughs> that's true. So if you want to get communion wine, ideally it you've would got be to basically it would be pre-blessed for the whole. Yeah, I need it transubstantiated. Yeah. It has to be the blood yeah, of Christ. That's while really it's really hard there. to get. Um, but uh, it's 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 not quite breaking into the sacristy uh, anymore. But, yeah, I mean, so if you want that to have happened, um, what that means is this is a preparedness test. Mm -hmm. And this is a big preparedness test because it's one of those deals where, no, whenever I go in anywhere and I I know that there's a church service every Sunday, I go and I break into the church (laughs) and I wait for communion to be over. And then I sneak up. (laughs) <laughs> into the vestry and I pour out the sanctified wine into my into my canteen or whatever. Yep. My camel back because I'm the worst person in the world and I'm going to hell. Um, so that's a preparedness test and that is a pretty substantial preparedness. I'm going to hell but I'm taking Dracula with me. I mean, right? or, or could you or could you know a priest? I could also That's know the other a way priest. to do it. That, he will also have to spend because the part where it's like, no, once you've sanctified it, don't give it to the people. Just pour it into this camelback, and I'll come by and pick it up. Uh, the, it mean, turns out that's priest, also really hard. Priestly money too. I'm sure yeah, there's ways yes. to 
make that happen. Yeah, I mean, you can you can certainly have leverage on a priest in any number of ways. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you want to do it as as a contact that you have so here in the Belgrade, actress to the bishop. Yes. Is that how that, uh, that goes? If, if you're, <laughs> yes. Let's stick with actresses. Ah. Uh. So. There's something in my soul that loves the idea of this burned spy regularly attending church services merely to steal wine. <laughs> it can be uh, an and. And steals steal the wine. wine. Yeah, and <laughs> steals wine. Having, having I, uh, shed all sins, I am now out to commit another one. <laughs> I know that in this going. earthly crime, I serve your will. Exactly. Father, forgive me for I have sinned. It has been six days since my last confession, and ironically, six days since I broke in and stole communion wine. <laughs> The same confession Again. every week. Also, I've lied and I've lusted in my heart after <laughs> Natalie Portman. But that you get that one all the time. I mean, that's got to be a freebie, right? That's definitely a freebie. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, also, it strikes me, having a clergy contact within the city would not be, not be a, a bad, bad idea. idea. How high-ranking do you want him to be? Do you want to be the full-on cathedral, or do you want to go down to a, a local church? Do you want Orthodox or Catholic? Um, definitely Catholic. Van Helsing okay. was Catholic. Uh, yes, he was. I'm Catholic. I'm comfortable with that mythology. Right. Uh, and Dracula was both, if he was Vlad Tepesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, your history score tells you that he began as Orthodox and converted to Catholic uh, while he was in prison in Hungary. I actually don't know if that's a good sign or not. Um, <laughs> I will... Yeah, let's, let's do contact. And I am going to put... I'll put five points in. Okay. Oh, I think, oh uh, man. Five, five, five points into the priest. That's even more than so now you're going to go talk to Father... What's his name? Mm. Zosima? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely Italian. In, an Italian priest in Serbia. Heck yeah, man. Right. He came here uh, because of the war, because he thought he could... Uh, he, he's sort of a sleazy guy. So when he was younger, he was going after becoming a saint. And he's like, if I go to a war zone, I can convince somebody that they saw a miracle. I'm going to do this. That didn't quite pan out. But <laughs> it's a good thing that Donatism is a heresy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when this guy transubstantiates, Jesus says, no, that's not <laughs> You're a jackass. He hasn't been excommunicated. <laughs> right. and Catholic Donatism dogma- is a heresy. It doesn't count. <laughs> But, uh, what, what, God, what do I want to call him? Let's, let's call him, uh, Ragazzi. Ragazzi? Yeah. Okay. Father Giuseppe. Giuseppe Ragazzi. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, you go down to the Catholic, uh, mission, which is where he is, because he's still following that sainthood thing in sort of a scuzzy area of town. Uh, lots of, uh, immigrants, lots of torn up, uh, Stuff. It's it's an area where a lot of the, uh, the 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 local Roma are forced to live because of the anti-Roma prejudice that is big in Serbia. Lots of, like I say, immigrants. So lots of uh, refugees from the war and uh, Muslim immigrants who are here in Serbia as they are all mm-hmm. over the place. So it's sort of a a mishmash neighborhood. Uh, the good thing is police don't come here very often, um, and also uh, since he's running a, a relatively straightforward, you know, uh, food kitchen or soup kitchen or whatever he's doing. Cause he may be a sleaze, but he really wants that miracle. Yeah. Right. So he's still got a pretty good stream of people coming through and, um, uh, the diocese doesn't complain too much about the fact that he's 
kind of a sleaze. Yep. So I don't think they've ever complained about anyone being. So you, you you've gone down there at some point during the day previously, mm-hmm. um, uh, on maybe on your way to the insane asylum, yep. and uh, stopped in and said, "Hey, Father Giuseppe." Would it be a problem for you to consecrate some wine and give or it to get me? someone good to consecrate some wine for me? Donatism is a heresy, my son. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you roll on Father Giuseppe's uh, ability to um, violate the spirit, if not the letter of canon law? It's all for a good cause, uh, Father. I'm gonna kill vampires. Why didn't you say so? Yeah, <laughs> I am gonna. I'm gonna look here in the small print in this Bible. It says, <laughs> "If it is for killing vampires, it's all, all good, off. my son." <laughs> I am gonna Do this in remembrance of me or to kill vampires. Three of his points, I think. Three of the five that I had. Six. Uh, six. All right, that is. Unusual, but he doesn't actually have to break into anything. He can just consecrate wine by doing a quick mass. Yep. Um, he is scum. You've given him money. It's all good. <laughs> you now have enough uh, consecrated wine to load uh, your trank gun with, what? Uh, let's say, six shots since you rolled a six. Cool. So you have six trank bullets full of the blood of Christ. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> if nothing I else, love, that's... I love this game so much. <laughs> I know I wrote it, and I know I'm running it, but I really love it. If nothing else, that's a heck of a way to get drunk at a party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah they, they, hey, anybody they, want to take a shot off this, this trank This gun? is officially a party boat now. <laughs> it, will, it will be used one way or the other. Who right. wants a transfusion from God? Chaz? <laughs> Jenna, just sit down. <laughs> Um, All right. Um, so uh, you have done that. How late is too late to declare that I have a contact hanging around with a sniper rifle or a Zodiac boat or any number of the other things that might come in handy later on this job? You mean someone who's on the shore or someone who's on the boat? On the shore. On the shore. Um, knowing a guy with a Zodiac boat, I, I mean, you can say, uh, you, you can always just put more points into Sven and say Sven's got a, a boat. A boat, sure. Um, for Sven to have a sniper rifle, I don't think that's a Sven thing. I think if you want a sniper that you know, a former Bosnian War sniper who's yeah. living here in retirement <laughs> with his diabetic foot or whatever, um, that's going to be more of your, con- of right. your network point. I was more wondering... Um, when can you say you know him? When can I say that I know him and that he is here? Already? And that he is here. You can say it anytime you want. Um, the earlier you say it, the lower the cost it is to... Get Got him it. Into position. Okay, mm. that's a good. That's a good mechanic. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Interesting, <laughs> because it goes to plausibility. Right. Know? Yeah. Perhaps you'd like to look at the laser on your chest. What laser? The one that my friend, the Bosnia, the Bosnian War sniper veteran, has. What? <laughs> <laughs> the way He's there. I swear. From the way the dot wavers, you can tell he has a diabetic foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that means he's got nothing to live and everything to prove. <laughs> Um, uh, oh no! It was just Nathan's character with a laser pointer. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, if you if you hadn't rolled that one, yeah. a, lot, a lot differently. <laughs> so if you want to have a sniper as backup somewhere in the wild, um, that uh, is legitimate. Uh, let me I ask the other question first, which <laughs> is: um, I have explosive. Devices. Yes, you do. As a skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I wanted to have some small, uh, like, 
thermite uh, charges of some kind. That's fine. You can have uh, you can have uh, thermite that you smuggled through the airport in your shaving cream or whatever it is. Sure. Sure, there's a Just in case we to need to sink a boat. Ammonium nitrate through an airport. Um, yeah. <laughs> Google that. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners at home? Yeah. Honestly, NSA is bored today. You could probably you could probably build a thermite charge in an afternoon. Yeah, I mean, if you've city. got chemistry and you've got explosive devices, yeah. you could certainly do it. Um, so, yeah, you can certainly have thermite if you want some. Cool. Um, so that's either little thermite pencils or a little sterno can full. What are you yeah, looking uh, at? Little thermite pencils. Little are thermite pencils idea. are probably the best way to do yeah. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the can is sort of a dramatic choice because it doesn't stop burning and you're on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not but so good. Thermite pencils, that's a legitimate thing to have yep. because you've got explosive devices. Cool. Yeah. Um, cool. Now, if you're saying I have thermite pencils and I have C4 and I have flashbang grenades, then we're starting to roll for preparedness. Today. But, uh, um, or you're, or you can spend your one point to have gotten out of the cache because you haven't used right. the cache. Um, I'm, I'm hanging on to that. I'm keeping it in my mm-hmm. back pocket. Right. It's going to be important mm-hmm. eventually. Okay. Uh, and again, individual directors may run a tighter or looser game, like I mentioned. Last episode, since I've run Call of, I ran Call of Cthulhu for my first eight years of GMing, pretty much, like two years of D and D, then eight years of CFC. I no longer believe in play balance. <laughs> so, character wants thermite. It's like, yeah, sure, bring the thermite. It's a boat. What could happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my whole plan. <laughs> yeah. All, all that said, I think uh, maybe part of my activities while you guys are getting out of the party boat is getting out the Zodiac and making sure that yeah. that's ready to go. Nice. That's not a bad plan. Yeah, you're probably more reliable than Sven. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I, if, hey, I got I got driving ever, and piloting. Right. Have you ever ridden in a small rubber boat at high speeds through the Danube at midnight while okay. being Get piloted ready. by a drug crazed Do you want, to, do you want to spend a driving point or piloting point rather to have a, a to basically to steal a Zodiac and know where it's moored up so that you can send Sven to it in case of emergency or um, because that's the fast and easy way to have a boat is to steal one. Yes. Yeah. Well. Would it? Yeah, I guess we'll do that. Yeah. Um. Does it matter? I mean, if you want to, you can say that I'm spending that to rent it with a unbreakable false ID, <laughs> and then I'm just parking it by sure. the you know by in in the industrial section or mm-hmm. wherever the hell somewhere convenient. Yeah. Okay. I think that the the the, the second option. Okay. There. Great. Um, I, I do fun. not plan to return this. Yeah. Well, that's and all right. So I'm going to go ahead and get. Well, I'm going to go ahead and like get like this is what we actually need. Mm-hmm. And I not like. I hope someone has a small inflatable boat with a motor on it on this. You know, like, yeah. So. Now, in piloting, how many points of piloting do you have? Uh, I have four. Four. Okay. Traditionally, you wouldn't get a cherry for that. Uh, mm-hmm. What I call Grand Theft Aqua, which right. is the same thing. But again, we're 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 sort of running it tight and loose, and you do have the drive cherry. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, go ahead and uh, spend. Um, um, I'll, I'll tell you what, for two points, uh, it's completely untraceable to you. For one point, someone could walk right. it back. Spend two of my unassigned points. All right. Give myself six piloting and spend two on. Right. On okay. That. Great. Great. Fantastic. So you've got their uh, possible emergency evacuation yes. ready. Um, but that's so, nowhere near the insane asylum. That's just somewhere. Right. So water. I'm going to go get that like, set yeah. up and ready. And and then... Sven is out of points right now, but mm-hmm. if I put another point into Sven, can he and his crew be on shore and ready to yeah. come try to help uh, us out in some way? Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. Sven can right. Sven can keep doing things as long as they don't take any points. Right. But when he's out of points, that means that he's basically... Potentially vampire chow. Cool. So Sven has back at one point. Okay. <laughs> and can I just feed more points into him whenever yeah, I feel like it? Forever until you run out of network. 
All right. You can give all your points to Sven. Yeah. Otherwise, we have to come up with another name. Um, (laughs) And I will say that I do have a bold Bosnian sniper buddy. Mm-hmm. And that's that, what you're going to use the rest of those points for. Um, and I'm only, I'm not even having him. I'm just going to ask him to be in the area if he can. He doesn't have to you be mean in Belgrade. <laughs> he's in Belgrade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, fine. No, I'm going to ask him to available. go up on a roof to get set up just in case. So you want him to range in on the red eagle? On, on the red eagle. Yeah, okay. All just right. In case. Uh, all right. Uh, tell me that how many points you're putting on and give me, this is going to be two rolls because it's going to be one to get his sniper's nest set up. Okay. Because that's the sort of thing that people object to. It certainly is. It's a man with a sniper. Well, it's pointed out over the river, so it's okay. <laughs> um, you, you, you pay your, you leave your own attention, Magda. You want I'm, I'm fishing. I'm fishing. <laughs> for boats. For, I'm fishing for one fishing <laughs> And then obviously if you want him to cool. actually fire with he'll effect, he'll be spending for he'll that. He'll be spending yeah. for that. Cool. So you may want to uh, give him more than the normal number of points. Yeah. Uh, so let's As see. As it should be. Uh, his name can be, oh man, I'll come back to his Yorgi. What's that, what's that cool, what's that cool god who hits people in the head with a hammer? Thor? No, the... Perun? No, uh, he's the, he's like Eastern European. Perun is Eastern He's got European. a light and a dark side. He's in American Gods. He's in that one chapter where they play checkers. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, well, Perun will work. Uh, his his handle is Perrin because right, yeah. he strikes people like from death. Yes. From, yeah, cool. listeners, I know you're going to be tweeting that at me, so thank you, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you in advance for correcting us post show. Yeah, not being corrected, we're just being given another god name. That's yeah, true. So Perrin, Perrin is a correct answer. Perrin has six points. Right okay, now. all right. How many points is Perrin going to spend to get into his sniper's nest? Uh, Perrin is going to spend. Four points to get into his sniper's nest. Okay. Then Perrin with two. Yep. Sure hope he can still make the shots. Seven. Seven. All right. So Perrin is in a pretty good, pretty good place. Perrin likes his, likes where he's set up. He's in a good, good spot. Mm -hmm. More secure than our um, safe house, actually. Somewhere (laughs) relatively high. Um, and with a good view of the Red Eagle. Yep. And plenty of insulin so that his diabetic. Give him any problems. Um, great. Uh, That's why I was discharged. Yes. Well, that and the war crimes. Um, <laughs> it turns out there's a lot of unemployed snipers in Serbia. It's almost as though they've lost a war. Um, so the rest of you then go down to mm-hmm. the docks, having set up your uh, staff. Ugliest shirt, most obscenely hideous uh, uh, shoes. Mm-hmm. Just appalling looking on all the Ironic levels. shutter shades. Right. Yeah. And Dr. Feelgood, you've got your samples. Yeah. And uh, a smart black suit with also hideous shoes. <laughs> to establish a theme. Yeah. And are your shoes hideous or are they simply cleated and terrifying looking? Uh, my shoes are cleated and terrifying looking. They are, in fact, uh, combat boots. Right. Um, with... Uh, Kevlar inset toes so that I can walk through metal detectors mm-hmm. and still kick people pretty hard right. and not get hurt. And uh, so you're, are you caparisoned? Uh, are you wearing like a, 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 a loose suit in the sort of Russian mafia, you know, one step up from track suit level? Or are you 
do you have a tailored outfit for Savile Row level beatings? I think I'm going the more Savile Row level right. beatings. Okay. I'm expected to appear with these two yeah, in public two from schmucks. time to time, right. mm-hmm. and they don't want me looking too disreputable. One of them is, after all, the founder of a social media site and yeah. knows how quickly these things can become viral. We right. we usually pick people up by telling them that our bodyguard has the James Bond cut on his suit. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the same cut Bond has. Right. It's the same cut. Look, you can feel him. It's just like feeling Daniel Craig, except <laughs> cheaper. Um, well, not that much cheaper. Uh, you've got you've got high society, mm-hmm. um, and I believe all of you have at least a couple points in disguise, right? Yes. Sure, I do. I've got a pair of those. You don't need a pair necessarily, but if you've but, got yeah. uh, however many you've got. I just put two in for my bonus points. Okay, all right. I have no points in disguise, but I have That's high society. You're the face. A, but face. Well, yeah. he doesn't necessarily need it because everyone okay. loves him already. Yeah. All right. Okay. And I you have... actually had points in disguise, yes. right? Yes. yes. Because, for God's sake, the black bad guy should have <laughs> All right. So, um, you don't need to spend any points in disguise because you're not actually in disguise as anything. This merely right. says you have the professional competency to know how to dress to look like guys who are going to a party boat. And this specific party boat. And that comes from your skills as uh, spies and from uh, an afternoon spent looking at the social media right. of everyone on a damn party boat. So that uh, gives you uh, the, the the outfits that put together. Uh, m- spending money is generally very abstract in Nice Black Agents. You're assumed to have enough resources to do the job. Mm-hmm. If you I really go blow it, my if uncle. you say, well, we're yeah. going to go, um, uh, you know, buy a racehorse, <laughs> then you're going to actually have to, you know, count pennies for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, as long as you keep the, the costs down to the budget of a, you know, straight to cable action movie, you're all right. Your forged pass, your, your forged, um, right. IDs, uh, blow you through. Your cover as social media guy, mm-hmm. um, why don't you roll me a cover test just to see okay. what happens with that? Uh, I'm going to spend th- three points on cover. All uh, right. Uh, so that's a total of eight. Eight. There you go. Um, you actually are a founder of LO. Um, <laughs> turns out there was NSA money in it to begin with. Um, <laughs> because they're tired of these social networks not giving them, you know, people's data. We're so not giving like, them enough of people's, people's data. data. Yeah, Fast we really enough. want to know what Jenna was up to. And so they're like, yeah, we'll just, you know, buy one and run it through a bunch of false IDs. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. turns out you remembered one of those accounts from back in the day at the identic memory thing going. So you're like, yeah, I'll just put my name on one of the automatically clear for all social media. And yeah, they're like, yes, sir. Yeah, hey. oh, welcome to the red Eagle. Anything we can get you. <laughs> Obviously bottle is comped. Table is comped. You get really good service. Everyone's all like, right. you are the kind of ugly shirt wearing idiot that we want <laughs> here in Serbia. This is, I can see a real future for the Red Eagle now. All right, yeah. The guy from Ello, this is going to be awesome. It'll be all over Ello. <laughs> I mean, like nine people will be able to know where you were. Chernobog. Yeah. Chernobog. Yeah. That's yes. Russian. Um, yep. Yeah. And, uh, that was who I was trying to remember. Right. We'll stick with Perrin though. Yeah. Um, I think that that's wise. Um, so, uh, because Chernobog means black God and that's a, that's a that's a bad omen for vampire killing. <laughs> it's true. It's um, definitely true. So so you're you're shown through no you know your no pat downs for your guards, no you know check to see who's got tranquilizer guns full of holy blood. None of that. None of that. No, any anything for uh, the the founder of Ello. That's mm-hmm. great. We That's what it says on my name tag. I don't even have any. Yes. Hello, my name is Ello account number 1. Yeah. <laughs> Just 
I, check me out on I illegally changed this for marketing. You, we you, got you a real. Could check me out on Ella, but you don't have an invite. We're, uh, yeah. Sorry. We're all about optics and, mm-hmm. and transparency. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing a transparent shirt later. <laughs> all right. So it's, you can't even get um, these Reeboks yet. It's, uh, it's pretty jumping now. Um, you, I don't know when you go on. Like I say, the boat leaves at 11. You can come down and start getting on mm-hmm. anytime after dark, really. Um, and they start the, the party so that. So never if I'm getting anyway, free table service, we're starting the party early. Right, yeah. yeah, that's so, the cover, but it's free. So right at eleven, basically. <laughs> All right, so you're 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 or you're you're there. You know, right as soon as the IDs are hot off the press, right? So you're down there. You're on the boat. Um, it's not gigantic, but it's pretty good sized. I mean, it's like um a large, the largest function room at a good hotel sized. So there's, you know, probably two or three hundred people could be mm-hmm. partying on the party barge. Plus there's private rooms for private activities. Um, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty nice and it's very swank, very well kitted out. Obviously, uh, Bre- uh, Brigovich doesn't stint right on the party barge. His guards are obvious. Um, and that is what they are meant to be. <laughs> um, they are carrying, uh, uh, machine pistols. Because yeah. mm-hmm. what do you need to shoot anyone at range for? Um, and that's, you suspect that that is, you know, that that is pretty much just for show. That is the, you know, intimidation play yeah. is to start with machine pistols. If they were, you, they either are not serious or they actually have Glocks for their real job. And <laughs> the machine pistols are just there to, you know, yeah. tell everyone, hey, we're in the Balkans. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're they're, they're like a, they're like a Serbian knockoff of the Tech Nine. They're they're not. Yeah, super if great. they had like folding stocks or mm-hmm. something, yeah. maybe they could do something. But no, it's 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 not anything. It's just a it's just a play. And you suspect Brigovich just got a bunch of these and said, "Yeah, all right, whatever." Um. Anyway, the uh the 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 the, the thing is going on. There's a lot of people. Um. Sort of Serbia's uh glitteriest criminals and a number of uh. Euro scumbags from various places and a few American, uh, trash hearts like yourself. So it's a, it's a pretty happening place. Lots of girls, lots of, uh, substances of various sorts. Dr. Feelgood has made welcome. Dr. Feelgood. He is. Um, uh, Dr. Nostrum's like, Oh, absolutely. Yes. No. We, uh, and have you tried this? Yeah. They're red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're from Vietnam, I think. Yeah. <laughs> those Vietnamese. Yeah. Those guys with their thing that they do. <laughs> Um, yeah, so obviously there's people who are uh, already on K. You can tell that they're sort of wandering around staring into nothing, mm-hmm. um, feeling no pain, literally. More people are on E because it's more fun. There's some speed or uh, coke being done. So you as a trained doctor, the basically classics. it's a whole freaking DMSV oh, right wow. here yeah. on, the, on the table. Um, or DSMV, that's what I mean to say. Um, so you've got... Uh, You've got a, a wide variety of, of, of possibilities, but nothing really monstery or spiky is going on. Certainly not here on the main level. Uh, the boat does eventually leave and start sailing into the middle of the Danube. Um, and you're, you know, that, so you know that that makes it 11. So you've got an hour if you want to do anything to set up because midnight, as you know from vampirology, is when Dracula is. Likely to show Likely up, to if, show he's up here. if he's coming here. There, there are two possibilities. He can cross the, the 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 Danube at the flood or the slack tide. Right, and the slack tide is going to come right in the early morning, so like three or four in the morning. And the flood tide is going to come. Um, it's already come actually. Yeah. So, um, 
if he's if he's not here at midnight, he's going to be here at like three in the morning. That's what you know. Yeah. Okay. So I think that we should try to try. Yes, we should try to track down that coffin. Right. Yeah. And again, um, I could have made you, you know, tell me that, that you have astronomy or something to find out what I the do. Flood in tide fact, is. have astronomy. But you also have phones, and yeah. so you're like yeah. <laughs> Google flood tide Danube, and there you go. That's not even a yeah. research spend. That's just I have a phone, so <laughs> I don't see the point. I'm a competent human. Uh, again, yeah. other GMs might you know go through the numbers, but that's not really the point. So. Anyway, you were going to do something yeah. exciting. Um, let's do something exciting. So, um, from what we saw earlier, do we have any idea where on the boat the coffin is likely to be stowed? There, the hold is almost certainly below because that is where okay. one keeps holds of on course. boats. Uh, so, could I ask them to uh, put, place my briefcase uh, uh, in the most secure hold? Oh, they have Ooh. a safe that's uh, more secure than the hold. They no. have a safe in the in the captain's. My briefcase uh, is incredibly large. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, big is your briefcase? He asked, not remembering the part where you bring a shipping crate on board. <laughs> <laughs> it, whatever is in here is going to be my uh, other thing from from the stash. But oh my god. <laughs> What are we bringing onto this boat? I don't know yet, but it will be dramatically From appropriate. From the stash, he claimed his 9mm pistol and his rabid elephant. <laughs> and his moose. Uh, 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 it's a concealed moose. That's yeah. what's in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Every social seems... media founder takes a moose with them everywhere they go. Don't you know anything? You thought that moose was going to stay a joke, but no. No. No, no, it's a that. it's a cooler of my private stash, obviously, is what I tell them. That's why it's too large for a... Uh, for a safe. Oh, for I safe. see, right. Yeah. So it's, it's basically like a big yeah. cooler. Refrigerator cooler. unit. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, and so... I'm probably helping carry it. Of course, of course. not helping in the sense that you are entirely carrying <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, oh, well, yes, obviously. Um, so they uh, get a couple of sailors to come on and... I'll need to supervise placement myself. Sure. Anything for the founder of Ello. <laughs> and so nice. uh, they... Um, Bring you down below decks. You can you can see there's sort of a servant's exit and entrance. Uh-huh. And you've been, you scoped the place out. You've got yeah. notice, I'm sure. And so you've noticed where all the places are. These are the sort of uh, back areas where they don't uh, make a big deal out of where they are. They're behind, like, uh, not so much bulkheads, but um, mo- those movable platforms. Right. So they go behind one of those. They go down a companionway. And they're in the four... Uh, hold is a hold, and it's the most secure hold because it's the one up front underneath the, the bow. There's all there's some boxes and, and stash there. You can tell that there's the the really top shelf liquor that they don't trust the guards to not steal. Um, <laughs> there's uh, um, some um, really expensive coffee, you know, like your Jamaican Blue Mountain and stuff like that. So it, this is sort of the special ship stores area that, that they're awesome. letting you use. Um, and also, there is a long box, which has uh, got a tarp over it now, because they don't want to bum people out and have them say, what's that coffin he yeah. <laughs> And so there's a there's a tarp over it, um, but you recognize it. And they've got some other crates of liquor piled up on top of it. Uh, mind if I tuck this under the edge of that tarp? No, anything for you guys. Absolutely, it's cool. So These are not the same guys that, you know... We're in yeah, charge of loading right. that, so they so don't So I'll care. walk over and pull the tarp off and put the 
box that I'm putting down next to the coffin. Right. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to look very closely at the markings on the coffin and try to figure out what I can about that. Okay. Um, uh, what's your notice? Uh, I have one notice. All right. I also have military science, if this is a military coffin. Oh, it is. And uh, some other things that might come in handy. Let me see. Like vampirology right. and occult studies. Okay. Um, looking at the... Uh at the, the coffin with your intense scrute, do you want to spend a point of notice? I will spend a point of notice. Okay. Um, looking at the coffin with your intense scrute, you uh, you can tell for free that this is, like I said, British military. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the code number uh, on it indicates that it is SAS issue. So it is something that the black government would use. Yeah. Right? That If you want to ship it around without it showing up on the official bills of lading, you would use this. Um, also, if this goes through any airport in Britain, it is not going to be searched. It is not going to be scanned. So if they're just smuggling cigarettes back, that they could do that in this, although that would be grotesque. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And pointless, frankly. They're, yeah. they're eat them. They can just steal money from the NHS. But, um, <laughs> topical. But the, uh, thank you. Uh, that's what we do here. Torn from today's headlines. <laughs> Or a week ago's headlines. And so the um, uh, the other thing that you get, though, with your spend as you're down there shoving it in and you look right at the very head end of the coffin and you've like, you know, like, let me shine my light in there. And you take yeah. your, your, your flash out and you shine it in the, the front end of the coffin. There is there has been a divot put in and then replaced with a slightly different color of of uh, plastic. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, am I being watched by the... I mean, they're not, not watching here? you, but they're not like... You're not like you right. Know, yeah. They're just waiting okay. for you to be done so they can cool. get back to the party because they're uh, cute girls. There. I'm <laughs> going... Often they want drinks. <laughs> Do you have reassure? You can just send them on their way. Uh, I'm not very reassuring. I don't think you're reassuring. <laughs> I'm more, more intimidating or uh, flirty. Uh, well, they don't really seem like they're into that. They don't. It's true. I mean, they might be. I don't judge, but Hello, I'm gonna try. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're sailors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying they're not into that. I'm just saying they don't seem like it. Right. Depends on how many points you spend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As I'm putting this cooler down next to the crate, I'm gonna push on that one spot that's discolored a little bit. Okay. It it doesn't give. It's okay. really hard. Um, they put in. You know. It, yeah. It's a it's a strong epoxy, whatever it is. Okay. The the only thing I can think of that needs you to patch a coffin is uh, Fu Manchu's. Sleeping poison. <laughs> um, there are other possibilities to um, profaned graves or messed or like uh, in other ways disturbed burials are a thing that vampires like to use. Mm-hmm. Um, filling it. Are these coffins typically sealed? Yeah. So then taking something out or putting something in like different soil. Right. Um. Mm is a possibility as well. As I put the tarp back on, mm-hmm. my thermite pencils cannot be detonated from far away and can't be ignited from far away in any way, right? Um, not or, currently. I mean, mm, you, I mean, I mean, if you, you've got explosive devices right. and you've got your cell phone, 
Right. Yeah. You so want to hard. make an explosive I, devices test to yeah, basically if I can just, jerry rig a thermite bomb. Jerry rig a thermite bomb that I could, with a burner hooked up to it, that I could detonate by calling a number mm-hmm. and leave that on top of this coffin down here. So just right on top of it where everyone can see? I mean, uh, well, the, 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 tarp, the, tarp, the tarp. Right. Yeah. But, and right up by the head of the coffin. By the head. Okay. Um, yeah. It should, I'll use like two or three little thermite pencils so there's enough that if it could possibly burn down through the coffin From, and then down and, into and the annoy, water, whatever's inside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so give me an explosive devices test to okay. get that done. This is part of this is also getting it done, done without, rapidly and without yeah. everyone saying, Hey, do you need help with that bomb? With that, <laughs> you need help with that bomb? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, cool. I'm going to spend three points of explosive devices. Okay. Alrighty. Seven. Seven. Look Great. at you. And uh, real fast. I'm a little look concerned. At, We're rolling pretty well in <laughs> non-action scenes, yeah. guys. <laughs> well, that's the great thing about explosive devices. <laughs> Any scene can become an action scene. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you roll a one, that's an action scene yeah. already. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Yes, you've got it. Um, it's the work of an instant, really, for a guy uh, with your skills, with your particular set of skills. Um, <laughs> you've uh, you've got the phone set up. You've got an easy tri- uh, triggering mechanism. It just slides in there. Not a problem. Great. And like you say, you use three pencils so that you're making sure to burn all the way through. So you have one pencil left. Yep. Essentially, which is just enough to start a horrible, horrible, horrible fire. <laughs> <laughs> Or open a door. Or open a door. It's, a, sure. it's all a matter yeah. of place. Or both. Yeah. Yeah. Open One and then the other. Door Why made did out you of... build this door of balsa wood? <laughs> balsa wood that's been soaked in kerosene. What the hell's wrong with you? This is the worst party this part I've ever been on. Here at the Balsa Airplanes and Kerosene Labs Company, we like to use our in-house materials for as much as possible of our furnishings, Foods, <laughs> party garments. Parties. Have you seen our dry newspaper collection? We also have that here. I'm from paraffin and oily rack. <laughs> We're just in a leveraged buyout of your organization. Uh, I spend all my money on my dryer. Nice factory. <laughs> yes. Just a second. I'm going to throw a bunch of coal dust into the air and see what happens. Um, anyway, yeah. You mean so cast you're, fireball? You're, you're set. <laughs> yes. You're set. Um, you can do whatever you want or you can go... Out of the hold and stop uh, okay. wasting these people's valuable time. I... Not that it's that valuable. There's Serbian longshoremen. <laughs> uh, the old Serbian longshoremen trick. I... <laughs> now you're going to get angry tweets from Serbian longshoremen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're getting re- veering into dangerous waters here. Yeah. we. So, so are Serbian longshoremen. Yes. So. All right. Uh, I will leave the hold at this point. All right. Okay. I would love to. I don't think I have electronic surveillance, so. You don't. I can't set up a little webcam to tell my friends when this coffin starts to creak dramatically open and the organ music surges. Mm-hmm. So instead, I will. Head we'll back just up. listen for the music. Yeah, We're it's good. good. <laughs> I'll just back up, head back up on deck and figure I have an hour. This isn't trance. What kind of party is this? Yeah. <laughs> very weird. What Enya? It's, <laughs> it's gothic or, uh, EDM. It's oh, a, it's an enigma, new... right? It's a yeah. Yes. it's a white wolf party barge. Yeah. Um, you've got. When it's you, more horrifying than I imagined. <laughs> when you mention to him about your yeah. find, mm-hmm. the other thing that occurs to him, and if you call in Nathan, mm-hmm. uh, Oliver yeah. will also think, the other reason to do that is if you've put a spike mic into it. Hmm. So if someone else has already bugged or put a tracker on the coffin. What do you think is in my cooler? What? <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a whole remote operation. Yeah. All right. So, is your cooler in fact? Are you declaring that the other yes, thing the, you took the cooler is the other thing I took, and it's rigged. Uh, the uh, 
is like a big party cooler with the wheels and the handle. Mm-hmm. The wheel axles are actually camera lenses. There's, uh, it's wired for sound. Okay. We've got eyes right. and ears down in the hold. Excellent. Fantastic. I suspected mm-hmm. something of that ilk. And if you open it, wine coolers. <laughs> <laughs> Bartles and gems, very rare. <laughs> Only the best for Ella. It was going to be a bomb, maybe, but you took care of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. We always could use more bombs. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um, you've got a, uh, you've got your, your, your electronic suite down there in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and since you pulled it out with your cash, uh, as your free thing, it can be pretty elaborate. I mean, it All can right. be, you know, not yeah. ground penetrating radar, but maybe everything but. So. All right. You've got awesome. a, a Wi-Fi hotspot. You've mm-hmm. got, you know, whatever you need down there. And of course, I'm spending the entire party on my tablet. Of course you are. Yeah. Because you're with Ello. That's, it's cover. And yes. you're friending people or whatever it is you do on Whatever Ello. you do. You A them or something. You love Elevate them. them. Yeah. Elevate them. Elevate. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. God. <laughs> Why did I make that decision? <laughs> I was probably high on a party boat if I had to, if I know me. All right. So the, um, uh, um, the other, uh, guests, you sort of get a sense of who the other big guys are because they're the other people with, you know, mm-hmm. table service. Um, uh, it's really actually a simple way to tell. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they're the people who, uh, tend to attract the, the local gold digging talent to, oh, I have heard of him and I'm going to go mm-hmm. over there. And from your, uh, knowledge of the city, you recognize, um, a couple of, uh, local, Fellow smugglers, basically. Mm-hmm. It's not industry night on the party barge, but <laughs> they've got to go somewhere. Uh, people who are involved in one another, very variation of the un- underground economy. Um, and there is a, uh, Hungarian guy on the, on the boat who seems to be getting a lot of special treatment as well. And, uh, there are a couple of, there's an American, like you said, there's, um, a, a group of guys who, Seem to just be sort of gangster guys. They're around one of those second rank smuggler dudes who, again, you know, is part of the Belgrade scene, but you're kind of surprised that he's here because he's, that's not really fits his profile. Okay. Yeah. But he's here and he's got like a bunch of guys in tracksuits around him and they're all, you know, gym muscles and everything. So they're <laughs> obviously his, his, his posse. And maybe this is just like employee, uh, morale night or something. They're all out on the party. Boat. <laughs> but, uh, best case scenario. All right. He's there. Uh- so that's that's sort of the the crowd. Not uh not a ton of people because it's just an average day. It, it's not like a, a special day on the party boat. But it's well now it's special because you're there. Yeah. But. That's it for one shot this week, heroes. But don't worry, we'll be back with more Dracula dossier next week. In the meantime, I encourage all of you to check out Campaign, our brand new podcast hosted by Cat Murphy. We use the Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing system with the same characters from the Star Wars episodes of One Shot to give you wacky space adventures. If you liked any of our guests and want to find out more about them and the things they like to do, you can check out the links in the show notes. One Shot is a joint production between Tenpenny Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Yeah.